Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Ravens and Chiefs, the AFC Championship game Sunday at 3 o'clock. You can hear the game right here. Westwood One's coverage right here on 105.7 The Fan after Baltimore game day on Centered pregame, which begins at noon. And it's the first AFC Championship game in Baltimore since 1971, the first ever for the Ravens. And here to talk about it as we head out to the WGK Law Guest Hotline, it's the mayor of Baltimore, Brandon Scott. And Mr. Mayor, thank you so much for joining us. As always, how fired up are you for this game to get here on Sunday? I've never been more fired up in my life. This is going to be probably, uh, aside from the World Series that we had here before, the largest sporting event in the history of the city. Every, I don't think Coach has anything to worry. Everybody will be fired up trying to get false starts, everything we can on the Chiefs uh, because we, we have never been more excited for anything involving the NFL. Well, let's let's get the Taylor Swift of it all out of the way here before we talk a little more ball <laughs> oh, with you. Lord. Like, do you hear from her people? How? Like, do we do well, we look, know yeah, that she's definitely I, coming? Or I I I I'll say this, Jason, because you and you know me, I really don't care. Yeah. Uh, but I'll say this: for me, people are getting bent out of shape about this. Uh, to me, I'll just say this very simply: in Charm City, as the mayor of Charm City. We support supportive partners. So she's more than welcome to roll in the town and cheer for her man. Uh, we, we want her to do that. Sure, be fine. But this is Baltimore. And the only Swift that will matter for us is our angel in the end zone, DJ K. Swift, rest in peace. That's the only Swift that Baltimore has ever really focused on. Well, Mayor, everyone was waiting for Lamar Jackson to have that vintage Lamar Jackson game, and he delivered in a historic way on Saturday. What was it like seeing his performance? It was awesome. I think that I more more than watching it, because, look, if you know uh, uh, Lamar and you know this team and you watch the team with unbiased eyes, you know uh, what he's capable of, right? And we've been I've been telling folks for years, I said, if – you ever see Lamar Jackson with weapons, watch out because he's literally going to be unstoppable. And now we saw that and the world saw that in the largest, the most watched NFL game in the history of ESPN on, on Saturday. It was such an amazing performance to have him go in and suggest it suggest uh, the adjustments that we had to make and to come out and do those things that quite frankly I don't think any other quarterback can do all of those things at the level that he can putting to bed all of the naysayers the haters thinking about those images of him sitting in that in that draft room alone Mm. 
and to now where he is and putting this, not just this team, but his city on his shoulders, we love him and we're going to continue to be there for him because much like his city, Lamar has always been told what he can't do, and now he's proving everybody wrong. Mayor Scott, is there a crab cakes for barbecue bet with the mayor of Kansas City? Uh, Any of that going on? So listen, I'll tell you this. Mayor Lucas is one of my very close friends. Mm -hmm. He will be here with me at the game on Saturday, I mean on Sunday, as he was a few years ago when they played here in Baltimore and he was sitting there crying when we defeated him. There will be a bet coming. He and I will be putting that out there, but not only will there be a bet, he will be standing next to me watching the game as our boys uh, become victorious, in, a, in which I'm expecting to be a very tough game because in the words of the immortal Ric Flair, to be the man, yes. you've got to beat the man, and Patrick Mahomes is the man. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. It, it seems somewhat fitting to me, Mr. Mayor, and obviously the Lamar Jackson element we touched on is is special and unique to us and, and this franchise. But the fact that the Ravens host their first AFC championship game and the defense set a record for you know the first ever to lead the league in sacks, takeaways, and points scored. That it's a historically significant defense. It feels to me only fitting, right, that that's a group that gets to host this game because that that this franchise. Let's be real, right? Like it's been led by its We've defense. Defense our whole time, and we and we want that, right? As Roquan said, we we don't believe in all the cuteness. At some point, somebody's going to have to get hit. You're going to have to get punched in the mouth, right? And we know that that team coming in here on Sunday is prepared for that. We're going to be at our best. I have no doubt that coach and the team leaders are going to get get us to that point. But to have that, have that defense now go up against, which very well may be when it's all said and done, the greatest quarterback that we've ever seen in Patrick Mahomes, this is the test. And you, you want your team to be the best against the best. This is the test. And I have confidence in our boys that they'll be able to bring it home. Uh, what's the biggest key to this game as you see it, Mr. Mayor? I think uh, from from the defense, I think that we, we, we have to. We have to. I, we have to turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. Limit. I want them to make somebody other than Travis Kelsey and Pacheco beat us. Yeah. That's what I think we have to do. We have to get some turnovers. And offensively, well, look, we just we have to take it to them. Uh, we I know they have a good defense, but I don't think their defense uh, matches up well with what we do on offense, and we have to take it to them. But we know you can, we're going to have to contain 15 as much as humanly possible, and I think that starts, of course, by taking away uh, uh, his, his safety blanket, which is Travis Kelsey, and we know how great he is as well. Uh, Mr. Mayor, we know that I guess shortly after this game's played, the Ravens, um, who are a little bit ahead of the Orioles in terms of the re-imaging of their stadium, are going to start work on uh, kicking some things around, making some things different, sprucing some things up. We've all seen the artist renderings of what that's going to look like. Um, how excited are you to, to check out those upgrades moving forward? I'm very excited about it. It's really about the fan experience. And I think what the team has has shown with what they're planning to do at the stadium is that they value every single member of the flock the same because there are improvements that's going to improve their fan experience at the 500 level, at the suite mm-hmm. level, at the club level, at the 100 level, uh, because that's really tr- showing a team that knows that every fan, every member that's going to be causing the Chiefs to get false starts on Sunday matters. And that's to make sure that those folks who are coming into the city, going to the games, are having a better experience. I can't wait to see them come to fruition. Well, I know where you're leaning, but uh, Mayor Scott, can you give us a prediction for Sunday? 
to t- 17 mm. Ravens. That's my prediction. Mm. Right. That's my prediction. Uh-oh. 27-17. I need one more point in that, that game somewhere uh, from my wallet. Uh, <laughs> while we've got you, Mr. Mayor, um, I saw recently the Maryland Stadium Authority, and in conjunction with D.C. United, did a, state, uh, a site study of Carroll Park as a potential location for maybe a soccer and lacrosse-specific type stadium, outdoor, you know, 5,000-seater, whatever. Just wondered where that process was and if there's any other areas being looked at or if that's something that maybe wouldn't have to be D.C. United MLS next, right, the MLS minor league, but something maybe with the United Soccer League or or other entities besides D.C. United who might have interest in this. Well, listen, this was, of course, is, is as a result of D.C. United's interest, and we're just excited to have them interested in Baltimore. We, again, uh, we've been showcasing that Baltimore is a sports and entertainment destination, be it, of course, with the Ravens and the Orioles, uh, the new renovations that we've done at the CG Bank mm-hmm. Arena that has that as one of the top grossing arenas around the country after people told me I was crazy for just renovating it. Uh, we're showcasing that, and now the interest is there. Uh, and there's a lot of work to be done still uh, to see what's going to happen with the potential uh, of, of uh, DC United and the MLS next and the organizations coming here. Uh, we're we're going to be working through that with, with obviously with the stadium store authority, them and ourselves as the city as, as it, the site that they looked at and came. There were three sites looked at. This was the one that they thought was the best fit uh, is on city property, which is uh, way in the beginning stages, mm-hmm. but we're always excited to have folks who want to bring more sporting and sports events to uh, Baltimore. And we know uh, that soccer is such a growing sport, not just in the country, but especially in our region. Mayor Brandon Scott, thank you as always for your time. Enjoy the game on Sunday. Thank you, sir. Go Ravens. I'll see you next week. Sounds hey, good. Yeah. Thank you. Coming up next, league at large, and uh, we, we'll start focusing on some of these games. And we have a new head coach in, in the NFL and a new GM. We'll touch on that next, league at large here on The Fan. Inside Access. Inside Access to the National Football League. All the way to the end zone for a touchdown. NFL Insider, Jason Lockenfora. Ravens Insider, Ken Wyman. Joining us now, the former Hall of Fame coach, Bill Cowher. Boomer Esiason, the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay. And the host of BFD. That's Baltimore Football Daily, Tim Barbalese. The League at Large. Sponsored by New Look Home Design. Need a new roof? Call New Look Home Design. Save 50% on roofing materials plus 0% financing until 2024. Visit newlookhomedesign.com or call 800-279-5300. 1057-LA-FAN. Look, this is where we this is where we wanted to get it, right? This is where we wanted to go. This is uh you know, for for all the Lions fans, um this was the whole idea, right? And I know it's, you know, everybody been dying for it for so long but this is the point because of what we just saw in those last two playoff games um the environment in there is better than any you're going to find the nfl you know i mean back-to-back weeks the eardrums are just banging the only thing i thought i would get a blown out eardrum it didn't happen this one we'll work on that next year It's Dan Campbell talking about the noise at the Lions Stadium. Uh, Obviously, Lions fans have been waiting for this for a long time. Here they are with a relevant football team, and they got two home playoff games, and now they're headed to the NFC title game. Look, I I know that they are, you know, knocked as a dome team, and certainly their offensive efficiencies 
are higher in a dome, and Jared Goff's numbers are better in a dome. But I mean, that's kind of natural. But they are six and three on the road. They're also seven and two against the spread on the road. If that is uh, how you dabble, uh, they're ten and three outside their division. They're four and two playing outdoors, and they're three and two on grass. They won at Kansas City. They won at Green Bay. Those are outdoor mm-hmm. and grass. Um, and playoff teams. And one of those teams might be going to the Super Bowl. And honestly, Detroit should be hosting Green Bay in the other game because Green Bay was better than San Francisco last week. So I I think Dan Campbell will have these guys ready to play. Uh, there's an obvious concern in the back end. You know, and Purdy might throw for 400 yards in this game. I mean, Nick Mullins did it. Like, it could happen. Like, people throw for a lot of yards on these te- on this team. I think the Lions have given up 350 passing yards or more in five straight games. You know what their record is in that span? Four and one. Hmm. I think this is a big Jameer Gibbs game Better be. for me. I mean, Aaron Jones absolutely torched the 49ers rushing for over 100 yards in that one. I think if you're if you're the Lions, go in, establish the run. You got two very talented running backs. You know what you have uh, pass catching wise with Amon Ross, St. Brown, Sam Laporta. Heck, they brought in Zach Ertz. We'll see what kind of impact he could possibly have. But I think the Lions are definitely a live dog in this game. Let's go to some news coming from the NFL off the field. And remember a year ago, Jason, we were talking about the Bengals coordinators, Luana yep. Rumo, the defensive coordinator, and Brian Callahan, offensive coordinator. We thought they'd be hot names for jobs. They got interviews. Neither one got a job. Well, here it is. Brian Callahan, a year later, he's now the head coach of the Titans. I mean, look, some of these, some of these searches they were looking for a type, right? Carolina's looking for a type. He wants a young, offensive-minded play caller slash quarterback guru. We'll see who that is. And then I'd put my money on Bobby Slowick at this point. Mm. Washington's looking for the same thing, right? Like, Carolina took a quarterback first overall last year. Washington's about to take a quarterback. What are they picking? Second, Second. third, right? Second. That's going to be Ben Johnson. We just talked about the Lions. Yeah. Um, other guys who were getting looks, Dave Canales, the offensive coordinator of Tampa, Brian Callahan, like these guys were all in the same sort of bucket. And one of them was going to get the job in Tennessee because the answer to the test with that owner is, oh, yeah, no, I'm not trying to set any records with my staff. Oh, no, no, yeah, three and a half, four million a year is good with me. And, yeah, Will Levis is the future of your franchise, and, and I'm going to coach him up, and I'm going to make him a steal for you. Like, that's what she wants to hear. Yeah. And he's willing to check all those boxes. I thought she would lean into Slowick because she's from Houston. She still lives in Houston. They've had a thing for that Houston Oilers thing forever. Yeah. You know, her daddy. Um, being from Houston, Bud Adams, like, eh. so I thought it might be Slowick. I also think if I'm Slowick, I'm not taking that job. And, and that's where I'm at, Jason, where that's just, it's got to be the least desirable job for me it's in not the NFL, close. considering yeah. the fact that, I mean, there's a ton of free agency uh, for that team, and because the owner's meddling. I mean, And she's not going to want to spend. She's spend getting money. a stadium built, and she's going to save all her money. And... You know, I, I'm not sure Jeffrey Simmons is coming back. It doesn't look... Derrick Henry grabbed a microphone yeah, at the done. last game he's like done. a WWF wrestler yeah. and addressed the crowd after the card was over. Like, that's over. Yeah. And do you think DeAndre Hopkins is going back there? No. Like, I mean... 
So let's get to another job, and it hasn't been filled yet, but everybody is reporting today that Jim Harbaugh and the Chargers are a match, and they're negotiating. You wrote about this in the Washington Post weeks ago. Uh, do you see any chance this doesn't happen at this point? Sure, because it's going to be a lot of money, and it's going to be things that need to be sorted out there in terms of control and not just a budget for the head coach, but a budget for assistant coaches that's going to be pretty robust. And it, look, this is always like there was not this. There was not a lot of interest in Harbaugh or Belichick. There just wasn't. Mm-hmm. Belichick's got one thing: Atlanta. Harbaugh had two looking at him pretty seriously: Atlanta and the Chargers. Chargers. But Atlanta's only hiring one. I got news for you: they're hiring Harbaugh and Belichick and all these other guys they talked to and Dan Quinn and blah 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 blah. Yeah. So like, I'm not sure he ever really was a fit in Atlanta. Um but we'll see. He, it was down to him and Kevin O'Connell in Minnesota three year, two years ago. Yeah. They picked Kevin O'Connell in the end. Like, so we'll see. But like, does he does he want this job? Has he wanted this job? Ha, do, do he and most coaches look at that as potentially the best job because of Justin Herbert? Yeah. Does he have a history in, with that franchise? Yeah. Does he have a history in Southern California? Yeah. Yeah. Checks a lot of boxes. Does it look like Mike McDonald is going to be left out in the cold when the when the seats are filled and Munkin? It's it's possible. I think Vrabel, like if Harbaugh takes the Chargers, and if Belichick does happen in Atlanta, and I'm not by no means saying that those are slam dunks, but if that happened, you'd figure Vrabel's getting one, and in that instance, I think Vrabel would get Seattle. Mm-hmm. I think they'd maybe lean to him over Dan Quinn, and if Carolina sticks offense, I think the Washington Ben Johnson thing's going to happen. Like if he loses on Sunday, I think that's done by Sunday night. Um, you might be running out of seats at the table. Tom Telesco, the GM with the Raiders, going staying in division. It's interesting because, remember, the Raiders s- destroyed the Chargers to the point in season that Telesco got fired. So, like, Mark Davis, the mm-hmm. last time he faced the Chargers, right, they beat him 60 to nothing or whatever and got Staley and Telesco fired. It's just kind of interesting that eight, nine weeks later, Telesco's now running the Raiders. Ravens take on the Chiefs this Sunday AFC Championship game. Aditi Kinkabwala. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? 
powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Our friend from CBS, also Westwood One. She was on sidelines for Westwood One for Bills and Chiefs. She joins us next here on The Fan. Ravens and Chiefs, the AFC Championship game this Sunday, M&T Bank Stadium. Remember, you can hear Westwood One's coverage of that game right here on 105.7 The Fan. And uh, Aditi Kinkabal, our friend from CBS, also was part of Westwood One's coverage of Bill's Chiefs this past Sunday. And she joins us now courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline. And Aditi, thank you as always for joining us. It always seems like a classic when the Bills and Chiefs play in the playoffs, except the same team always wins. Uh, it's devastating, isn't it? <laughs> I shouldn't actually say that. You know yeah. what? I, I'm only a son, and my eight-year-old son is a member of Bill's Mafia, so oh. I feel bad for him. And I actually just had a conversation with an executive at CBS who was, you know, sort of, we were talking about the ratings of the game and how high they were and the Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, Taylor Swift, and all of that and how great it is for ratings. And I said... Um, sure, ratings are good, but do new, does new blood ever create ratings? <laughs> I mean, yes. I don't know the answer to that. I have no idea. It was, I'll tell you this, and I've said this over and over, standing on the sideline at the very end of the game, there was a palpable feeling, a palpable difference on the two sidelines. And the Bills felt a little bit tighter where they hadn't been tight during the game, where there hadn't been that anxiety, where there'd been, you know, a very, we got this, we got this, we got this. At the end of the game, it just felt like they got a little tighter. Mm. I hate to use the word panicked, but just a little bit more feverish. Whereas the Chiefs, it was almost a, okay, close game, fourth quarter. We've got them exactly where we want them. It was that moment where the experience sort of manifests itself in this, in this, I don't know. I mean, the Chiefs have been here so many times. It's how do you know how to win close playoff games by winning close playoff games? And the Chiefs have done it over and over again. And the Bills, they still need to get over that hump. Well, spinning it ahead to the AFC Championship, Ravens hosting the Chiefs. And Aditi, I I guess it just feels right for Lamar to get to his first Super Bowl. He's going to have to go through the defending champs and Patrick Mahomes. Sure. I mean, I think that Lamar could have taken it anyway. (laughs) Anyway, anyhow, whether it's Josh Allen, whether it were uh, Mason Rudolph, had that been the upset. Getting in is the key here, but... Sure, why not? I I remember I used to cover Vivian Stringer when I covered Rutgers women's basketball. And her favorite line was, to be the best, you have to beat the best. And I think Andy Reid, John Harbaugh's old head coach, Patrick Mahomes, a team that's as close to a dynasty of the last decade. Yeah, sure. Of course, the Ravens need to take them out. And I'll tell you, I've now had the Chiefs three weeks in a row because I was with them out in L.A. for week 18 Mm -hmm. as well. 
And, you know, this isn't the same Chiefs team. Jason, you know this. Yeah. This isn't that unbelievably explosive offense. This isn't, yeah, we saw Travis Kelsey get the two touchdowns this past weekend, but for most of the season, we've missed that, mm-hmm. right? These are receivers who aren't catching the ball the same way. This is a team that has had to play some ball control, that's got a great running back in Pacheco, and that's playing lights out, incredible defense in a way that Steve Spagnuolo has always wanted to play defense with all this thinking and these cerebral minds and all of that. It's a different team, but it's a team that the last two weeks has done exactly what it needs to do, and it's turned sort of another switch. It's like, okay, this is our time of year. And so it's almost like you take everything from the regular season and, oh, they're vulnerable. Oh, they're not the same. Oh, they don't have that explosion. And the playoffs come, and it's just a different formula. Not a different formula, but a different metric. They just play on a different level. Well, I think that's sort of like it. Like, we talked a lot about this in theory last week. And, you know, look, we thought the Ravens would would beat Houston. I don't think we all thought it would be as, you know, across the board um, emphatic as it was. But we figured they're going to face one of these two teams. Their season's not going to end in the division round. And who do you want? And there were a lot of things that would make me think, you know, okay, I, I might favor the Chiefs to the Bills. But then it's just this whole idea of Patrick Mahomes has done this 16 times. And he's been the last guy standing in thirteen of those, you know, and and he's thrown for over five thousand combined, rushed and thrown for over five thousand yards, and you know, like what upwards of fifty touchdowns in the playoff. Like, there's just a there's a a mystique, right? There's an aura, and this defense on paper, you would say, is as equipped to snuff it out as any. But what's snuffing out Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs? Is it 24 points? Is it 21? You know what I mean? Is it 17? Is it 27? Like, it just feels like it's all different with him. Well, it's just, uh, and to that same point, it's sort of like Mahomes played about as flawlessly as he could have, right, in mm-hmm. this game. Even Kelsey, all season we've been sitting here, well, is he getting slow? Is he getting old? Why isn't he the same in the red zone? Why, whatever. I'm standing right there on the sideline when he's as open as could have been for a touchdown, you know? And it's just like he and Mahomes are on this level. They know each other so well. They can draw plays in the dirt. Mm-hmm. They, it, it, It's like you said, it you can't take them lightly. And in some ways, you know, we talk about how dominant the Ravens were. And I'll say two things about this. So one, going into this game this weekend, I thought the Bills were a better team. Yes, they had many, many injuries. And yes, the whole linebacking four Mm -hmm. was sort of very scary. But the Bills were the better team. But the Chiefs are the Chiefs. And being the better team didn't matter on this game because the Chiefs are the Chiefs. Now I go into this, the Ravens, top to bottom, are the better team. They have more talent all across the board, everywhere, the way they're playing, how dominant they've been against such good teams all year, all of that. But again, the whole thing about Lamar, having Lamar hasn't been here, and Patrick Mahomes has, and Travis Kelsey has, and how does that manifest itself, and what does that mean? I don't know, but I do like, I'll tell you this, big picture-wise, I like that the first half for the Ravens wasn't so lovely. Mm-hmm. And watching on TV, it felt like it was rushed. And it's funny because I was texting somebody, a member of another team, and I was like, this is why I hate resting players. Like, even if they had only played a half versus the Steelers in week 18 or even a quarter, I just hate this long of a rest. And, but I think because they then did whatever they needed to do at halftime to come out and play a great second half, 
at least the message of we need urgency when we start and we can't come out the same exact way. And if there was something that was sort of not ideal in the way we began and you can't afford to do that against the chief, that's not a bad lesson. Sometimes it's not bad to learn that, to have that shoved in your face a little bit. We're talking to Aditi Kinkabwal. It's inside access here on the fan. So Aditi, let's let's finish with this. You talked about you could feel the Bills getting tight in the fourth quarter. They're they're playing a home playoff game against the Chiefs. Do you expect the Ravens? Do you could you see them getting tight in a situation like this? And who do you who do you see winning this football game? I don't I don't I don't want to see that from the Ravens. I think that there's enough strong veteran leadership. Uh, that that won't happen. And I do, I, I think the Ravens are playing really, really well. I think that I, I like the Ravens in this game. I do. I really do. Aditi, I hope that that's not just personally because I don't want you to laugh me off the radio. No, we never leave. do that. Never. <laughs> this is a safe space. Is it? Yes. Does anyone ever come on the radio and say that they're pulling against the Ravens? Does that ever happen? We've had Probably, that before. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I would Absolutely. think so. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Sure. No, I've liked this. I've liked this Ravens team all year. I I love the Todd Monken hire. I love the way that the offense has grown and gotten better. I love 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 the way the defense has played uh, early on. It was apparent, like as good as the offense is, that the defense is even better, and that's proven to be the case. Aditi, we always appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Uh, hopefully we'll talk soon and uh, enjoy the games this weekend. Thanks so much. You too, guys. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me. Thanks so much. Hey, coming up next, we thought it might happen last week. It didn't. But we think even more strongly that it's going to happen this weekend. The return of Mark Andrews, what does that mean for the Ravens? We'll tell you next here on The Fan. Inside Access on The Fan. Jackson to Andrews. Does he get in? Yes, touchdown! Mark Andrews with his first touchdown of the season. Jackson up high, handled. Andrews, touchdown, Baltimore. The the fact that how much they care, you know, and just being out here for practices and seeing the energy and, and guys coming up to you nonstop, it's a... Um, it's a loving group. It's a group that cares. It's a group that plays for one another. And um, that's what's special about this team is the bond, the chemistry, and um, the type of players that we have. Yeah, we'll just see how he goes. Uh, we're looking forward to it. He practiced last week, and uh, I'm sure he'll practice again this week. And if he's ready to play, he'll play. So you heard some highlights, and you heard Mark Andrews, and then Harbs talking about Mark Andrews on Monday. He practiced in full on Wednesday and Thursday. They did not activate him for the game Saturday, but he seems we talked to a couple members of the media yesterday, Cordell being one of them, and both of them said they felt like they were more optimistic about Andrews than Marlon Humphrey. So this is the thing this time. What do we expect from the offense with Andrews returning? Well, I mean, look, first it's does he practice in full tomorrow and pick up where he left off? And if he did that and there's no setbacks, then I, I think he's playing. Then it becomes a question of how, how much and, and what is the role and is it structured? Um, or is it, you know, full go? Or or do they come in with one idea and then how he's feeling and or the, the, the tone and tenor of the game takes it in a different direction? I mean, obviously no one has the institutional memory and experience with Lamar in this offense more so than Mark Andrews. Of all the skill plays, players, it's not even close, right? I mean, mm-hmm. in terms of targets, in terms of 
time spent together on practice fields before and after practice, right? Time spent together on the road. Like, he's in his own category. So there's that. And then there's the actual exploits on the field, which are tremendous. And there's the off-script, just reading each other's minds on-field part of it. That's an offshoot of all the time they've spent together away from the field to play itself. And so, yes, I think even if it's only bottled up, even if it's only third and longs, second and longs, you know, short yardage, red zone, that's great. Um, all of it is an added bonus. It's 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 a cherry on top. Um, you know, I, I, I just would point out the Kansas City Chiefs have been damn good against 12 personnel. And, you know, there's some other teams you might face where you'd say the specter of a second tight end might throw them for a loop or exploit them more. The, the, the Chiefs were third in the NFL in passer rating against 12 personnel, 75.2 rating, 57.4 completions against the Chiefs in 12 personnel. That's third best in the NFL, 5.9 yards per attempt, third best. They allowed just four touchdowns through the air all season against 12 personnel with three interceptions. That's regular season and playoffs. So now if a Willie Gay can't play, you know, like, okay, that, that takes a linebacker out of the mix. Um, I certainly think Mark Andrews can make his imprint on this, but it just feels like their passing game right now is just kind of like you get your three targets, you get your six or seven, you get your three or four, like, Maybe a matchup emerges, and maybe his presence brings more to light, but we're thrilled with what Likely's given him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's two catches a game the last three games. You know what I mean? Like, he had the big game against the Chargers, but it's it's just about those big moments. It's that, yeah, he's catching two two passes a game, but one's for a first down and one's for a touchdown, right? And, and we know Andrews has a nose for the end zone, and that's going to be huge. But I don't think this is a big passing yardage game necessarily for Lamar. And I don't think there's going to be a ton of big plays downfield to be had from Lamar. It's about converting drives in the red zone by any means necessary. And some of that would be Andrews. Some of that would be likely. And, yeah, Andrews was leading this team with six touchdown receptions, right, by a country mile when he got hurt. And and we've now seen likely step in. And he's got, what, touchdowns in four straight home games and five touchdowns in his last six games overall. So, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, uh, six touchdowns overall yeah. since uh, Mark Andrews has been out. And I think the couple things that you said, the off script, and that's where these guys talking about Lamar and Mark yes. Andrews came into the league together. They have the most amount of reps and targets you know, uh, between them. But adding him in, and I know that you gave the numbers about the Chiefs against 12 personnel, but you know what? I'll take my chances sure. with Mark yeah, Andrews yeah. and then Isaiah likely. likely yeah. I'm not going to shy away from that. And it's something that, quite frankly, they should have been leaning into prior yes. to Mark Andrews going down. 11% of the time you gave uh, those numbers uh, of Andrews and likely on the field at the same time. Red zone is where I would like to see this. And if Andrews will see how many snaps he ends up playing, if he ends up playing, but I would think the bulk of that happens in And it's one more big body where you throw it up for grabs like likely, and if my guy doesn't catch it, then nobody's catching it, right? It's going through the back of the end zone, or they're knocking it out of the end zone, or they're knocking it to the ground. But it's one more of those guys, contested catch, tight quarters, everything gets tighter in the red zone, gets cramped up. Can he make a play in the back of the end zone? Can he catch a fade by the pylon? 
And just to add some context, he has had two catches in the last three games. Now, the playoff game I can't explain, but the last game of the regular season, it was in a pouring rainstorm with uh, Tyler Huntley as his quarterback, yeah. and they weren't getting anything done in the air. And the Miami game, he caught two touchdowns, and they blew him off the field. So at that point, yeah. they basically stopped throwing the football. But, yeah, uh, I, I do think that it could get very interesting because I see what both you're saying. They're good against 12, but have they faced 12 with these two guys that are the weapons they are? But have we ever seen these two guys be a game, no, be a thing, they have a remote not. thing at the same time? We have not. Like under Roman or Munkin, we have not seen this thing work together. Hey, coming up next, six pack time. Ravens taking on the, the Chiefs. The six things that scare us most about the Chiefs. We'll give you our list next here on the fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.